Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host, Fisher, and I'm here with the podfather, Krusty. Hey, everyone. And the crown jewel of Recharge Wrestling, Keeney. Hey, guys. So, we've got a, a lot to run through today. Um, we'll be starting off talking about war games. I didn't do a great impression there, to be honest. I half-assed that. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> then we've got to get, them, get one in for this. This is the last time we'll be talking about it. Um, so, we'll be going through the war games um, card in full and talking about NXT and the effect that uh, war games may have on the future of NXT. We'll be talking about some breaking news from the last couple of hours um, about Jeff Hardy. And then we'll run through our normal shows talking about SmackDown, Raw, um, Dynamite, Rampage. And we've got our usual sections of skid marks, but we've changed. We're changing the way we're doing it. So in the past, we, as you all know, we've left skid marks to the end of the pod we feel like that's a negative way to go out on the pod. And we also want to balance it up by having a segment that we want to introduce called Top Marks, which Keeney came up with the idea. Um, so we want to do our favourite thing of the week and our least favourite thing of the week each. And we're not going to do them as segments at the end of the show. We're just going to talk about the shows as we do. And then when we get to them, we're just going to say, that was my top mark of the week. That was my skid mark. Whatever. Yeah, yeah guys? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So if we're ready to start, I'll uh, kick off by going through the War Games card. So we started off, oh no, sorry, we were going to talk about Jeff Hardy briefly first, weren't we? Yeah, let's give a word so, to Jeff. because it's breaking news, just want to say, yeah, <laughs> Jeff Hardy released by WWE in the last couple of hours. Um, there was a video going around the other day of a live event Jeff Hardy sent home. Um, yeah, it's, and- it's a strange one, wasn't he? Kind of just walked into the crowd... And like no one seemed to know why, and you know, yeah, a lot of speculation. But until anything's confirmed, don't really want to say too much about Jeff. But yeah, um, you know, reports reports out there that um, you know he was offered help. He's turned that help down, and um, you know, and that's why he was fired, which is a real shame because he was on the cusp of really getting a push again. I felt in WWE, he was so over with the crowd still, um, still had a lot to offer. And I think SmackDown now has lost one of its biggest stars. Um, and it's a real shame. It's just a real shame. And I hope Jeff um, comes out of this well and gets back to wrestling soon and feels good with him himself because that's the most important thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think just, you know, just hope, hope Jeff 
Jeff is one. I hope he hope he gets gets back on track because, like I say, he was on the cusp of doing something. I don't know if special, but he, he was on the cusp of, of doing good things in SmackDown. So, I mean, if he gets back interested in in the future, and, and I don't, you know, just, we're all speculating, but you you would think AEW is the place with Matt. That that seems like a logical yeah. landing place for him. But obviously, you know that nothing's nothing's. You know, it's so hard to speculate without knowing any information. But I don't think it will happen for a while, anyway. If 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 there is anything to this, so yeah, I think it's best, you know, for him to just sort of, you know, hopefully get sorted out and then hopefully return to wrestling one day and be the great performer that he is. Um, it's a shame because we saw him on Stone Cold's uh, Broken Skull sessions recently, talking about this and saying he was happy and he was really happy with how he's doing. So if, if there is some sort of relapse, it's a real, real shame. Um, but like I say, we know we don't know the facts yet, really. I don't have much anything more to add. Just that I, I hope wish him all the best and hope he gets back on his feet soon, wherever he lands. I just hope he comes back to wrestling and gets himself um, well, whether or not it is an issue with his health. But yeah, yeah. I just yeah, hope exactly. he, he, he's well, whatever he does, and comes back to wrestling. Like you said, um, yeah. he's been really enjoying him lately, and he was getting that push. So and I know- fingers crossed. I know Tyler, the uh, writer for Reach Charles Wrestling, he's his favourite wrestler of all time, so he's going to be guided today. I don't know if he's heard this news yet, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Um, it's a not it's, you know, it's not a nice way to have to start the show, but we'll get to the wrestling in a minute, and it'll be much more positive. I think we're going to be quite positive this week. We are. Uh, let's let's get to the wrestling now. Yeah, let's let's move on. So NXT War Games. Um, We'll talk about our overall thoughts on the show at the end, but we'll go through each match. Started with the women's war games match. Um, and last week we all kind of predicted that we did our predictions on the on the show last week, and we all kind of predicted that um well, you two went you two got it right in saying that the the babyface team would win. I predicted Toxic Attraction to win, but we all kind of ruled out Cora Jade winning this match, um, or getting the pin in this match. Mm, and I said she'd probably take the pin. Um, yeah. But yeah, she had a sort of star-making performance in this. I thought. Yeah, she really did. I mean, the, the what, what I loved about this match was the, the storytelling throughout the match was really good. So her dive off the top of top of the cage was now. I'm pretty sure the dive was its top rope. I can't, I can't yeah, it was exactly. off the top of the cage. Top of the yeah. cage. Yeah, I had to kind of double check myself there. But you know, through the table, and it looked like she kind of didn't hit it right. And so, like her selling the um, shoulder injury was believable um and then you know she, she's 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 down for a while and I, I think we all think it's believable up until the point where Io Shirai puts her arm back in place and that's kind of the point where you think oh well that wouldn't happen if it was a serious injury so it's it's, it's a storyline but for her to come back and win the match um yeah I think you said it Fish it's, it's a star making performance from, from her we're reading back at what I've put she was that good at this that I actually thought I, I, I'd actually said to myself she's that inexperienced she's hurt herself but and they've made her jump off of the cage too early but I think that this is almost playing into her character so well that everyone thinks she's this inexperienced new um, talent and she's tried to do something way too big and hurt herself but actually it was part of the storyline so I changed my tune within about 10 minutes and I was like wow actually this is pretty awesome um, so she definitely won me over she, she, she was just just good and it, it, it really sold in I remember having to ask Fisher when I was watching it I was saying is this legit Io Shirai surely shouldn't be putting her shoulder back in and I was like is she that dedicated to the match that she's trying to pop this shoulder back in so they can carry on 
Uh, but as you say, that's just completely far-fetched. But I was that engrossed, which is quite irregular. Normally, I can spot, uh, spot a storyline a mile off. Um, one thing that I, I was slightly negative on was actually the crowds. They, they, they've got this fantastic match in front of them, and they're, they're chanting, you can't skateboard at her. Sometimes I find some of the child yes, crowds I noticed front. That. I thought I was it was just like, they did it on the Tuesday show as well. I noticed yeah. it came out. And it's I, like you're it's, at a War Games match that a lot of people, uh, a pay per view that people probably would love to go to. You've got all this amazing talent in front of you, and you're chanting something stupid like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Was trying odd. to put the wrestlers down as well. Um, so, yeah, didn't like that, but her performance, fantastic. Yeah, it was great stuff. And I, I thought this match in general was very, very good. Um, some really good wrestlers in there. Uh, Dakota Kai and uh, Kaylee Ray started the match as they did actually. They did the um, the advantage ladder match as well on NXT TV. So it's interesting that those two started the match here. They're obviously sort of the two most trusted wrestlers in the match. Well, apart from, there's an Io Shirai in there, so maybe not. Yeah. But in terms of lo- and just in terms of, I guess having a long, long match. Um, Dakota Kai is probably a, a great shout, um, and maybe they wanted to showcase Kaylee Ray more because she hasn't been on TV. I think it's a much. great duo, um, um, those two. Yeah, they're just they're, the wrestling style is sort of almost a bit psychotic from both of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, I really love it. There's some great kendo, kendo I was, sticks. I was going to mention the, um, the the kendo sticks in between the ropes. I think there's three or four of them. Yeah, Slam, yeah. KLR slam. How clever! On. Yeah, it was it was a really cool spot, innovative. <laughs> Um, there was some cool stuff in this, actually. There was a spot where Raquel, Dakota was like contortionist in the in a bin lid, in a trash can. Yeah, yeah. And Raquel was, it didn't actually, I don't think it go, went to fully to plan, but it was a really cool spot and a cool idea. Um, and Raquel Gonzalez span around. That was later on in the match. But um, yeah, there were some cool spots in this, definitely. And um, EO with, does some stuff as well. Of course, as you'd expect from her in this type of match, she's got sort of form for that. So yeah, it was really, really good, I thought. Yeah, I, something I just wanted to mention was I, I again I mentioned the, the storytelling because there was a lot of times where they like they took turns to protect Cora Jade. Like Kaylee Ray went over with a baseball bat and handed like a kendo stick, and like Io Shirai put a shoulder in, and there, there was just a lot of like just just for everyone, really good storytelling throughout the match. And one thing about this match, which I don't think the men's match had as much, was every time someone new came in, they got a weapon before they walked into the ring. Yeah. So it was like every time someone came in, it was building up more. <laughs> more like uh hardcore wrestling and it, it was just yeah for me this was the um standout of the war games matches on the show it personally in my opinion i thought this was brilliant from start to finish um i mean it's not even really a negative but i'm i'm right behind Corey jade's push but i do want to see her win matches other than roll-ups because yes. every every match yeah. she's won is a roll-up so I don't know what a finisher is. I don't think I don't even think she knows. Like jumping off the top of a cage and hurting her shoulder. Yeah, so that's the, that's the finish. That wasn't all, to be fair. That spot where she did do that, though, that it was, was awesome. brilliant. In a way, <laughs> now I think about it though, was that a way of taking her out of the match to not show her wrestling inability? Maybe potentially, potentially. But it, it worked. I forgot all about it until this second. So fair play. I think the um, I know I, I agree with what you said about because I've mentioned it before that she's only won matches by roll up. Um, but I do think the finish worked for the match here because it was her that did it, and she was kind of yeah. No, I, I do it. agree. In in a um, um... and it wasn't like a proper roll up where like, there was not a move done. It was everyone was down because of the chaos, and then she just kind of snuck snuck a pin. It wasn't just like you know, two minutes into a match they they've fallen for a roll up, and then they looked shocked at the end. 
I think it was on JCJ and I can't remember who exactly. I think yeah, it was on JCJ. She yeah. was like out and she mm. just kind of crawled over and pinned her. So I didn't mind it in this, in this instance. I thought it worked. Um, but you're right about her. She does need like a dominant win. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even um, not even really a criticism. It's just I'm, I'm fine with how she's been booked so far. Just obviously we'll get onto it, but she's potentially being pushed for a title shot and deservedly so. And if you want to make her legit, you need to start having her win matches properly. You can't, it's yeah. hard It's hard to get behind someone in, in a title feud. I mean, again, it's, I know it's only Mandy Rose, but she's going into a title feud and she, you know, she can't just win by roll up and be a champion that way. So yeah, yeah, I do. I, do get no, what I completely saying. agree. Yeah. They don't build her. She's not going to have any, any real premise for, for challenging for that title. A couple of spots I really liked. You mentioned about the storytelling, something I think is really um playing to Mandy's strengths of sort of being quite a nasty, nasty character. Um, she was like, does your arm hurt to Cora Jade? They're like pulling it. I, I yeah. just thought that was quite savage, um, especially the way that Cora was putting it across. That was pretty good. Um, one point that, point that I found a bit strange was Kaylee Ray approaching Cora Jade. It looked like she was about to attack her. Um, did you see that bit? She, she was, 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 was that when she handed her the kendo stick or something? Because she I don't think she did. I think she started to defend her. But it looked like yeah. she, I was like, is she going to hit it? Um, well, I did predict, like, I, I kind of thought that um, KLR may turn in this match. And when I saw this, I thought that that may be the moment. Yeah. It did, Obviously, but it didn't happen. But didn't, no. I can't predict anything, right? So. No, we'll ignore your predictions. <laughs> yeah. We predicted you'd be on the pod. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another couple of amazing spots. Like Gonzalez showing amazing power. I was really impressed. She um she lifted up on a toxic attraction. She deadlifted them with one arm and then power bombed them into oh, yeah. the into the turnbuckle into another one. Was wasn't that Gigi? Yes. Oh, that, that is insane. Yeah. To to lift that off the floor as a deadlift with one arm. Um yeah, she's and then mad. there was a really cool spot at the end where there was a hurricanrana into the chair and then and a, a mad drop kick from JC Jane into a chair, into Raquel's head. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love anything where there's like a chair just like flying in the air. Like, shh, shh. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought everyone looked just so good in this match. Uh, yeah, I thought, everyone, I thought everyone had a good showing, actually. I thought Man- Mandy didn't do too much because she came in, you know, the, the order of how it went, Mandy kind of came in late. Um, she came in last, didn't she? But other, yeah. other than, I think, she, you know, she still was fine, but... Um, the ones that were in there longer obviously got more of a showing, which is to be expected. Um, whereas I think in the men's match, I think maybe it was a little bit more even, although one or two people we might get to later. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that, but I think there's definitely someone in, in the men's match <clears throat> who didn't quite do enough for me. I, 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 I think I know who you're talking about, and I agree, even yeah. though I'm his biggest fan and his best friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move on to the next match? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Porker. Yeah, so Imperium versus uh, Carlo Riley and Von Wagner. This match was awesome. Um, yeah, this is one of those matches where, in the lead up to it, I uh, it's just one of those you think, oh, this might, you know, th- there's no real storyline. Yeah, this I think I wasn't invested going in, but there's I got no invested. like Imperium haven't been booked well. We thought it's just going to be a standard match, and that's why I went O'Reilly Von Wagner just because I thought I, I don't know why this match is here otherwise. Um, and you know we we saw at the end there was a there was a falling out between yeah, O'Reilly we'll and Wagner, but my god, this match was for me match of the night. This was so good, and for a 
tag team match with no build to outshine two War Games matches shows how high I'm on this match. I thought it was superb. All four of them were really good. Best one Bagler performance I've, I've seen so far. Yeah. And he's um, followed that up with another good one on NXT, which we'll get to. Yeah, as well. actually, yeah, actually, yeah. He, he might have, he might have outshot himself on NXT actually, but um, the star of the show was Fabian Eichmann. Oh, undoubtedly, it? he he's was insane. God, what he's a good. This guy might be the most underrated wrestler right now. He is incredible. I think he was almost trying to show off here in case because I was thinking, what are Imperium going to do if Walter doesn't make an appearance? And I think he's almost thinking, I need to show off here get myself that single spot. And there's a couple of bits I, ha- I-, I wrote down. He's just insanely strong and athletic. He's the full package. Yeah, and he, he looks is. Great. Yeah. He did a moonsault um, off of the top rope, which you tend to see someone like Ricochet doing. Yeah. Um, he sort of bounced off the turnbuckle onto the ropes, um, pinpoint accuracy. Um, and then to show some serious power, he deadlifted O'Reilly, ready for the Imperium bomb. And O'Reilly's not a light guy. That's that's mad. And he did some crazy move where he sort of ran up the turnbuckle and just like launched himself to the Yeah, outside. he like jumped onto the like off the buckle onto the rope and then did a moonsault. Um <clears throat> it's, it's funny you mentioned Ricochet because I had in my notes he's like a Cesaro Ricochet hybrid. Yeah, like that's enough. a good call. Yeah, yeah that, that's because he's got Cesaro's strength from Ricochet's athleticism. And he's yeah. bold. Uh, yeah, the, the boldness of oh, Cesaro of does help. Both of them. But like Cesaro, oh, yeah. Cesaro is freakishly strong for what? Like he isn't seven foot. He isn't you yeah, know, yeah. massive. But pound, pound for pound. Yeah, pound for pound. One of the strongest pound, guys on the pound, roster. Yeah. But Fabian Eichner is insane. Um, oh, he's, he's amazing. I think, my, I think they're both. I, Imperium remind me a lot now of like, they're different, in, a little bit different in style, but just FTR in the terms of like, they're not fancy. Although Eichner did some mm. fancy stuff in this match, but they're just like they they let their wrestling do the talking, and they're just kind of yeah. You know, I think they need a if they had better promos, I think they'd be better than FTR. FTR. Yeah. There's a bold statement for you. No, yeah, well, I don't know if I agree with that. But I think I know. I, that's, I think that, you're I like their biggest fan, so I thought I'd yeah, start I don't know if I agree. With to be that, honest, I've quite liked Imperium's promos since they've been speaking in their own language. I think that that's helped them more mm. as well. You know, I think if you bring Walter into the fold, Imperium could run NXT on the men's side. Oh yeah, because Walter could be NXT champion tomorrow. He's he's that good, and these two, if they perform like that, and they have Walter, you know, with them, they could be some force in NXT. So, the sooner Walter gets to NXT, the better. Or main roster, just just gets to America and is on national television because he's too good to not be. Yeah. So if we talk about the finish of this match then so kyle um as i thought would happen took the pin in this match because Mm -hmm. he's seemingly off um and i thought okay so he's just gonna get the pin here and then he's gonna give a little send off to the fans maybe a hand up in the air just to but that's not what happened Um, he he did he did like yeah yeah. he 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 started doing that and and von wagner was kind of just stood by back like you know let this guy take his applause because he's leaving but then Von Wagner attacks him. Well, goes to attack him, but brilliantly. What I liked about this is Kyle, who's been turned on, he's been like turned on Betrayed, by his, yeah. every teammate um, before. So he saw it coming and got out of it, reversed it, did a little undisputed era sign, which I found interesting. Yeah, that and was then, interesting. And then did a, like a DX suck it at him as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then challenged him to a cage match, which we got on Tuesday night. Um, very interesting. 
angle to end it. Yeah, and I think, obviously, I'll get to Von Wagner more a bit later, but I think maybe a Hill Von Wagner is something I can get behind yes. more than this weird guy who's hitting tyres with a sledgehammer and nothing else. I think so. just that silent destroyer kind of gimmick. There's a big lad who can just beat people up. Doesn't have to say a lot. I think that suits him better than what There was an interesting commentator comment here, which I kind of agree with. Uh, Wade Barrett said, he said, he's not too sure on him yet. And I was thinking, neither am I, Wade Barrett. Um, and I thought it was quite an odd thing for him to say. Yeah, that, that it is almost seems thing. real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. Me and Wade Barrett are on the same. But he was talking yeah, a lot as well. News. Like he was talking about the tag team not having any chemistry and not really being a proper team. And I was like, well, yeah, they don't have any chemistry at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice one. Nice yeah. one. Bad news. He's telling them. He's telling them. That, yeah. And but obviously that led to. I mean, we can. Talk, we'll talk now. Nah, we'll talk about the cage match afterwards. But yeah, yeah we'll, so we'll get to after. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll link it in afterwards. But the third match, we we don't need to talk about this one for too long. Really, I think it was the weakest on the card. Was Duke Hudson v. V. Cameron Grimes, hair versus hair. Um, match was average for takeover standards. It was this should have been on NXT TV. This yeah, match. this might have been Cameron Grimes's worst takeover match. I agree. Yeah, it was there was some good wrestling in it from Grimes, but Duke Hudson didn't really impress me particularly much. And the match also ended in a roll up. So I'm sure Krusty was happy about that. I'm not and- commenting at all. <laughs> And um, yeah, it's such a shame as well because Grimes has one of the coolest finishers, the the cave in. It's, like, it's awesome. so cool. I love it. Every time he does it, I love it. But yeah, and then after the match, we kind of got a little bit of shenanigans because uh, Duke goes to attack Grimes, attacks him, goes to shave him off, and I thought that was what was going to happen. Grimes was going to win the match, but still get shaved. You almost predicted that, Kimi, last week. I like, did. Grimes... I I said there's chance Grimes wins, but still gets his haircut. Yeah, and, and I, I thought, I thought it was going to happen. Keeney's going to be right, and then um. It nearly happened, but Grimes kind of got out of it and then shaved Duke Hudson, which led to a crazy uh, gimmick on NXT, which we'll get to as well. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't think a lot of this match. Has anyone got anything else to say? Um, my notes Nothing. are I had bang no notes. average match. Bang average match is my notes on here. So let's, yeah, let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk about briefly then. And again, not, don't need to probably go too long on it, but Roderick Strongby, Joe Gacy. I think that's the thing to talk about here is the result. I think we all predicted Joe Gacy to win the title here yeah, and so, change it to an all to a sort of an all inclusive type thing. I, I just don't really get I don't really get this result. I, I thought the only the storyline only made sense if Joe Gacy won. So Joe Gacy losing kind of confuses me. Um, I don't know if we're gonna get to it later, because I haven't actually got it down in my notes for NXT, but I don't know if you guys will. But I just remembered that um Malcolm Bivens made a comment about like, oh, now the weight limits um like being lifted on the cruiserweight title. Mm. So I wonder whether actually it's lifted now, full stop, and this is now just a third title on NXT, which seems crazily excessive. Uh, you know, not 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 needed at all if if that's the case. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, th- this this match. I mean, the only note I've got is about Harland picking up Ivy Nile. Yeah, that um, which bit was kind cool. of led led to the finish. That bit was cool, um, and obviously kind of led to a distraction a little bit. Um, I, I just think they want to put keep a belt on Diamond Mine. I think that's the reason. Just gives them a little bit of legitimacy. They picked, picked the wrong member of Diamond Mine to do that too, because the Creed brothers are really good, and so is Ivy Nile. 
Yeah, I, th- I think um, I do think Joe Gacy looks alright in this match. Are you, are you trying wise. to say? Hang on, is you trying to say that Roderick Strong's not good? I'm saying I am bored of Roderick Strong. Okay, you basically want him just to go to AEW and join up with Adam Cole. Yeah, Kyle the goes there. He might as well. To be fair, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I bet he's thinking. He's, actually, he signed actually. a new contract. He signed a new deal earlier this year. Believe it or not, yeah. really? Yeah, because it was about a week before his wife got released. I remember it. Because his mm. wife got released, didn't she, Marina? Things things change quickly in, in WWE. Yeah, solid oh, yeah. contract doesn't mean anything. But no, yeah. I, know it, I know, but he he's not gonna he can't leave on his own accord. He can still get released, but um, I don't. I don't they're not going to release him. I, I don't they, think they're going to give him Roger. the set, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't they're think they're not going to give Roger him strong. I think he's respected. Lane, are they? That's what I mean, uh, it could happen, that, That's but... where it's going. Yeah, first, <laughs> yeah. First, first Monopoly reference on uh, in free charge wrestling history. Never building some hotel straight on there. Joe Gacy's more like old Kent Road, isn't he, really? <laughs> I thought he was good, Joe Gacy. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He his, gimmick, old Kent his, Road. his gimmick's one Kent Road. He's he's pretty decent. He's, I more, like like, it. he's I, more like a Piccadilly. He's like, I yeah. just want to, just quickly, I like his gimmick. I, I like it. It's different and I like it. I'm behind Joe Gacy. Hey, man. Yep, I'm, I'm behind Joe Gacy, personally. I think he's good. I, I think he's good at what he does. I just, I'm not a fan of the gimmick, I believe. He's all um, right. Should we, should we move on to the main event? Yep. Let's. So the war game, men's war games match, I thought was the match of the night. I know it's the women's war games match and the tag match were excellent as well, but I thought this was the, the top. So, yeah, I mean, for me, this was my third, but go, go across the go. This is, this, is, this is my match of the night. Um, yeah. I loved the competitive feel. Um, it felt big even before the match started. Um, and I, I made a note to say that this felt so much bigger than Survivor Series. I think the, the competitive build that this has had and it felt Gargano like it actually factor. meant something. Yeah, I had I was mm. like so invested in Gargano when he came out with the tour with this rebel heart. I was okay. I could feel the tears coming, honestly. I was, I was I was like, did, did anyone else watch it through tears? That I, I was I was like get proper into it. I was just like, come on, Johnny. Um yeah, especially as we don't know what his future is. And, yeah, and that could have been his. And we'll get nice. to the NXT mm. segment as well. But yeah, right. I just I was so into this match, and I th- I believe you want to talk about it more a specific bit of it, Krusty, if you might. Yeah, so so we had um, obviously Gargano and Carmelo first um, had some crazy wrestling. There's a, a massive power bomb by Gargano uh, off the top rope. Um, they had Grace and Waller come in. Uh, Trick got involved a little bit. Um, and then we had Pete Dunne in, and then D'Angelo. Um, but the part I really want to talk about, uh, which is actually my top mark. So this is the first top first mark ever top of mark. the podcast. I feel honoured. Thank you very much. <laughs> was LA Knight coming in. And I'm a massive LA Knight fan. Um, ever since um, he, was, he was up against Cameron Grimes, the feud there, I've absolutely loved him. I think he's brilliant. Um, I just thought it, it really started well with the fact that he couldn't get into the cage. So he just climbed over straight away. Yeah, that was brilliant. It just yeah. felt like he's really scrambling to get in there, just wants to get stuck in. Um, I was loving that. And he was just laying waste to everybody. He was just beating the hell out of a lot of them. Um, really amazing spot. It just felt proper pumped up. Um, and he was just, he's just so athletic and fast. I just love that style of wrestling. Where he's a big guy, but he can move. It just makes it for sort of a real exciting um, sort of wrestling style. And then he picked up the kendo stick and was just smashing everybody with it. Just There was about five to six minutes where it was just him just going crazy on everybody. 
Yeah. And I, I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, my favourite spot was in, in this match was from LA night. I don't know if you were just about to mention it. We, we had the kendo stick to... Um, what, what am I trying to say here? Yeah, you say what you're going to say, Fisher. So, so there was excited. a spot, and it was, I, I, was. Thought, I thought this spot was amazing. <laughs> and it was... So um, Champa was lying on the turnbuckle, and it looked like well, Grayson Waller was going to do an elbow drop for the table on uh, Champa. Oh, yeah, this was mad. Yeah. Yes, but the, the table insane. was miles away. And I was thinking, he's not going to jump that far. He launched him. And then Champa, <laughs> so LA Knight, run, out of nowhere, really, he wasn't even in the, in the shot, runs over really quickly and launches Waller off the turnbuckle. Champa moves out of the way and Waller just flies perfectly. It was, it was inch perfect as well, the way he landed. Because yeah. that could have easily gone on. He could have gone slightly too far. His like, head might have gone through it a bit, not his body. Do you know what I mean? But it was perfect. And he flew through it. And I thought Waller was incredible in this match. Really, really good. Uh, really He's impressed me. He's a yeah. great um, So I've got Waller and LA Knight. Brilliant. They were the two standouts for me in this match in terms yeah. of performances. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Carmelo Hayes, who was a real workhorse in this match. He just... Yeah. Got through so much work, took, took a lot of bumps, Carmelo. He's in from the start as well. And I just thought, um, yeah, and him again, and Johnny started it, didn't they? Yeah, I, I just thought, I just think Carmelo is again, th- these 2.0 guys. I know there's been a bit of, um, are we not quite sure if, if you know, it's not quite the same as black and gold, but some of these wrestlers individually, like Waller, like Carmelo, like okay, LA Knight's not new, but he's kind of new. These are he's newish, yeah, these are seriously decent wrestlers, man. Th- these are guys who could. You can see in the future, you can see Carmelo Hayes, you know. Carmelo Hayes will be in headlined the, in the pay-per-views. LA Knight, headlining pay-per-views. Grayson Waller, I mean, Bra- he carries Bron on the way he's well. going. Bron Breaker, we haven't got to Bron Breaker yet. Um, obviously, but my new note of Bron Breaker, actually, I'll, I'll, the, the, the finish of the match, I know we're not quite there yet, but unbelievable. But uh, Bron Breaker trying to get into the cage, I love that because he could not open that... Um, that, yeah, uh, that uh, cutter, could he? He was struggling big time, and then the camera went away, and then and then he got in. So they must have done something to, to get him in. But yeah. Breaker here really reminded me of Kurt Angle. I, when he, I know he did a spot where he actually took his sort of um, singlet off the shoulders, yeah. and I was like, "This is Kurt Angle." He, he reminded he me in, more of Goldberg, but like twenty years ago. Oh really? It was the suplexes yeah. that did it for me. He just looked like it's Kurt the Angle. spear, the left up that he did. Where we just slammed him to the ground. He's the real the power deal. I see why they're putting it. I see why they're putting yeah. him over the way they are. He is. Yeah. He's a bit like Brock as well, if you think about it. He's mm, just yeah. got the speed and the power and the intensity. Well, really, I mean, he's the people that reminds me both his most is Steiner's because that's who he's related to. But yeah. you know, that's why he's an that's more unit. in his talking. That's why more in his talking style as well in his promo style. Um, but he's got a bit of everything, and I think he's going right to the top, Robert Breaker. I really yep. do. Yeah, hundred percent. He's going to the top. Can we, can, we talk, can we talk about the finish of this match? Because yeah, such a good finish. Um, the I try to remember what Champa Champa had Carmelo Hayes. I'm trying to think, I can't remember what he had him in. He went but, for the fairy tale end. Yeah, Braun Breaker flew in with a um, spear. Spear. And like Carmelo Hayes just got away with this. Carmelo Hayes nearly got it as well. But I, I think he kind of got a bit of it. He just flew in to Champa. Some, Absolutely obliterated the table and then uh, got uh, and then uh, got, uh, yeah, got the a, finish. Is it, is Such it, a cool finish. And, yeah, and just before that as well, Gargano sacrifices himself when Champa does a move, which yeah. I thought was just a little 
just this perfect little touch as well in this match. Yeah, well, there were a couple of DIY spots yeah. there where they did their. Um... I loved all the DIY spots. They were great. Yeah. Oh, and just, I can't and the crowd you was going absolutely your nuts. Man, Fisher. Our, oh. our man, D'Angelo. We haven't mentioned it because he didn't do much. Yeah, that, no, that, 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 that was the one spot. spot. The that was the one spot. Um, it was quite a slow spot, wasn't it? Where he removed Dunn's mouth guard just yeah. to show how sort of like savage he could be. Um, yeah, which he, really plays into his character. Yeah, that, that was a cool spot, actually. He did some good bar. character work in it, but wrestling-wise, he didn't do too much. I think but, that's um, just because that match was so stacked. Yeah, in terms of his so performance, sad. I think it's one of them we're going to look about it and forget about it because he's going to have far better. <laughs> I think he's going to have far better. Uh, of course, he is. You know, because I, I think I am happy. He didn't do anything wrong. The LA Knight got the moves, got the push more than he did. Just yeah, just yeah. because LA Knight has looked like a sack of crap lately, they've, yeah, they, so. they, they've, they've he, made him look shit. So I thought this is his so best in ring showing I've seen oh. from him in probably so in all of NXT. Honestly, it was I yeah. No, I agree. I think this was his best ever match, LA Knight. Yeah, good. I'm glad we can all agree. Just LA one other top mark. One other top spot. I was, yeah. One other spot I wanted to mention. Um, I haven't discussed any this bit with you two, but did you like the Dexter Loomis spot in this match? So Trick was playing oh. and sort of the extra man on the outside, throwing yeah. weapons in, not letting the guys in um, for the heel team. He was kind of being a pain in the ass on the outside, and he goes to get some weapons under the ring, gets a couple out, and then he goes right under the ring to get a weapon, and you see he doesn't get out. It's because Dexter Loomis is under there. Yeah, so this, up, gets this rid is, of him and then the thumbs up to Johnny. Yeah, that Brilliant. was awesome. I love that. This is where it'd be nice to watch this together live because I called this about 10 minutes before it actually happened. I didn't Trick, think about it. Because be Trick Trick was being a bit of a nuisance outside before. I can't remember someone else. I think LA Knight, maybe someone else coming in. He was a bit of a nuisance. And I was like, well, there's one obvious like leveler here. It's Dexter Loomis. Yeah. And I was like, there will be a spot. I, I said it in my own head. I didn't say it out loud to myself, but. I was like, Dex Loomis will be under the ring at some point because he's, he's done this before, Dex Loomis. And he'll go under the ring to grab something. Dex Loomis will grab him in. That, that will happen. And it, and it happened. But yeah, just, just brilliant. And, and again, I've you know how much I love the way. I love Gargano. I love Loomis. I love them all. And um, yeah, re- 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 really high on that spot. Oh, I liked really it really. as well. I, I liked yeah. it. Just a cool little spot in the match. It wasn't wrestling. It was just a bit of an entertainment comedy spot. And I thought it was it was perfectly placed, actually. Um, yeah, I think it was needed, actually, because the rest of it was all so serious. So, so didn't mind that. Any other spots on that match? Or um, should we The just whole thing was awesome. Really, what do we yeah. talk about? So I, overall, I thought this was a very, very good show. A good show in for 2.0. Because, you know, we've, we've all been a bit critical of the new NXT. But I thought this had showed a lot of new stars um waller breaker carmelo cora jade um and some of the older ones as well that are still there you know people at like klr who's been around a while Pete fabian eichner yeah fabian well, is pretty new in even um, von wagner NXT, uh, you know had a good say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wagner was good yeah even von wagner so i think it had a good show in and it's got me more invested in a lot of these people now like a few weeks ago i couldn't stand yeah. grace and waller but actually as a heel i like him you know yeah. and i think all those now it, those new stars that were on this show with the exception of Joe Gacy and maybe Duke Hudson, who I don't think had amazing showings, I think everyone looked amazing, honestly. You know, they, yeah. those two didn't do anything wrong. I just don't think they stood out with everybody else. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it's, it depends what you're comparing it to because takeovers, I know this wasn't a takeover, but this is still an NXT pay per view with a very takeover format. You know I mean, this is yeah. essentially a takeover. Five and, matches, two yeah, war games. From yeah. takeover standards, just didn't quite meet my standards for takeover because. Takeover rarely has two matches which just have nothing in them. And this one 
and they were back to back those two matches, which yeah. just fell flat both matches for me. And um, yeah, it was just and it, you know the build wasn't great for any of these matches on the card. Really, it was a it's a funny, funnily built card, really. And um, yeah, so for me that will always mark it down a bit. But the the, the other three matches were all brilliant. So yeah, three out of five. It was very good. Yeah. Three out of five matches were uh, really yeah. good. Two were, yeah. Two would have been average if they were on a weekly TV show. I don't think it's a pay per view of the year contender, but it's certainly not amongst the worst pay per views of the year either. I would say. Yeah, I agree. Um, so shall we talk about? Um, we might as well stay on NXT and talk about the what happened on Tuesday that led on from this. <clears throat> so the thing I was going to talk about, and it was my top mark for the week. It's from NXT as well. Mark. So the second top mark, two from NXT this week, interestingly. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, there was a pay-per-view and it was a big week. My top mark for the week is um, the, the Johnny Gargano promo at the end of NXT. I talked about how, um, you know, I was almost crying and his music hitting on TakeOver. I was, it was even, honestly, it was tough to watch. I was like, I love Johnny Gargano in NXT so much. He just feels like NXT. Yeah, and NXT a few years ago, I, Johnny Gargano was the main reason I probably fell in love with it, and I, there was a lot of others as well, Champa, Cole, loads of guys. But Johnny Gargano kind of encapsulates that brand so much. Yeah, and to see him come out, and I just thought he, he had the most like real promo. You know, talking about people backstage, talking about Shawn Michaels, Triple H, all these guys, talking about his wife and how he's going to be a father soon, and all that kind of stuff. Very, very emotional, and. I just thought that the, the best way to, to sort of end this is to put someone over at the end of the segment. And I didn't expect it. I thought he was just going to talk and that was going to be yeah, it. Yeah, it completely it got me Waller by surprise. Hit him by, I mean, I saw some people criticising this segment, but I personally loved it. Grayson yeah. Waller hitting him with a chair, putting him through a table, and you just created a mega heel. He was getting piece of shit chance. And can I just say, it got really real. It felt like it because he... um was kind of starting on Vic Joseph as well, wasn't he? Because Vic Joseph is Gargano's, like, one of his best friends. Yeah, he even mentioned that in the promo, didn't he? Yeah, and he and Vic Joseph was like, get, like, it, it almost looked like they're really going to have a fight over it. Like, Vic Joseph was really getting annoyed. And I was mm. like, oh, God. And the crowd really... here was mega. Yeah. I thought this was awesome. And it set up Grayson Waller to be the most hated man in NXT, which I think he should be. I think he's great in that role. Yeah, absolutely. He's such a cocky little prick. What, what, a, <laughs> you know what, what I mean? a moment for Grayson um, Waller. He has become the top heel in NXT, just like that. Yeah, I he, he is the top heel now. The only question I have for you then, guys, is does this go anywhere? Does Johnny eventually come back and feud with Waller? Is this, is he this was the only sign? thing that I know it keeps it open-ended, and I love the fact that they put over a mega heel. The only thing I was slightly disappointed with this is that I wanted to know what was happening with Gargano. And at the end of the... Uh, Thing he was like, my, my immediate future is not certain. I was like, no, Gargano, I, but I think no, but I think that doing? is the truth, though. I, I, I've got, I think that but that's the thing I wanted to know now. I don't, Tell I don't now. think he's turning up in, in AEW like this week or next week. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't it's... think he's going to turn up on the main roster this week or next week. I think he is going to take some time off because his Candice is due to give birth, yeah, of course, yeah. And I think he, if he does re sign with WWE, you maybe will, he will turn up in the Royal Rumble, you know. Yeah, he, he can't go back to NXT or, for long, sure. Or maybe he would come back to NXT, have a, one more match with Grayson Waller to, to finish that feud and then go up. Or, but then, you know, let's just get Grayson again. Waller in the uh, Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, and, and he gets get, revenge from him there. Yeah, gets him out. That could be quite cool. Yeah, or something like that. Or, but oh, and eventually, of course, he could join AEW. That that <laughs> is the other thing. But I don't. I gen- genuinely, I don't think he's sure himself, which is why he didn't give a definitive answer because he can't come out. To be honest, he can't come out and say, "Yeah, I'm all elite," and go, put an AEW T-shirt. <laughs> on, can he? He's not going to do that. Like, WWE ain't going to let him do that. So, but but the fact they gave him so much like stuff makes me think that there's a big chance he's staying. I think he's set in, in NXT. I think he's actually going to stay in NXT. I think this was all storyline. Um, like that whole promo was just an amazing promo by him, and I think it's his the future decided and. Um, how long for? I don't know, but I think he's at least got one more feud and one more takeover match, or, or you know, whatever match in with Grayson Waller. Because, yeah, I mean, th- there is a chance that he's done, and this was just his leaving gift was just to put into Grayson Waller. I think the videos and pictures I've seen afterwards, like it wouldn't make any sense for him to go back to NXT. He's like hugging Shawn Michaels, they're all crying. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only like- thing I think is you need someone like that with the experience to be in NXT to assist these guys. But I mean, so... I think Champa's playing that role. Okay. But one guy... And Roderick Strong. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Roddy Strong there forever. Oh, now, thank God. Keep... Yeah. And, he, and even... I know LA Knight's not been around forever, but he's 39. He's not a young... He's not a kid. Well, Pete Dunne as well. He's quite experienced. And Pete, and Pete Dunne's been around. There's a few. There is a few old heads in there still. Yeah. Um, Just Gargano seems like that guy who sort of would take him under his wing. I'd, I'd hopefully um, Samoa Joe could be that guy as well. I, I, I never won... Johnny Gargano to leave. I think I'm just I'm just clinging on. I don't want him to ever leave NXT, ever. Like I don't care if he's 85 and he's still wrestling. <laughs> I, I just don't want him to ever leave. 85. It, it, he's just he's just Mr. NXT, and even if he went to main roster, I mean, obviously we watch AW as well. If he goes to AW, I just it will take take me a little while to get used to it. I think the only I, thing is, I, I, I think, think he I would could. be utilized best in AEW in terms of wrestling. I'm just going off what I've seen with like Brandon Brian Brandelson, Brian Brandelson, Brian Brandelson. Yeah, of course they've got the best like wrestlers in there, and he would probably probably wouldn't push him to the moon, but yeah, but they God, push him God. into the main roster. He's not going to get that, which is. Yeah, but- he, he might purely because of the, there's a gap for him. He, he's needed, mean? 100%. They I'd might think, well, Daniel Bryan's safe. gone. You know, who knows where Kevin Owens is going to go. There's a few wrestlers that aren't around it. Adam Cole didn't sign. Maybe, you know, Vince might throw a load of money and go, Jeff you can be our gone, guy. Unfortunately. Yeah, you can be our sort of new fan favourite babyface guy. To be fair, I'd love that. And I'd love a Johnny Gargano t-shirt. So let's get him in the main, in the main roster. <laughs> I, I, just, I just think... I, I disagree when you said I think he could be used better in eight. I think he has been he's had. I don't think he could have had as good a run oh, no, as he's I, had. Not I don't think past. he means better than. No, no but even going past, forward, though. I think he can From do anything. Now. He's got. He's done. But what Ultimate can he do in Hill, NXT? Ultimate what's he got left to do? He's done. Not in NXT. Well, I, I think not what he's I, done. Yeah, but I think that's, that's, I think he's this, this question could have been asked a while ago, and then he did the the way and did this, and then he's just had this. Sudden face to him made Dexter Loomis like palatable when he's made like palatable. <laughs> he's made Austin Theory like you know Vince now is in Austin Theory's ass on the main roster. Like he is really he, he's he's done great stuff, and I I just think keep him in NXT. He's he just he just put over Grayson Waller. He literally put over Grayson Waller last night in like, and if 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 that is a kayfabe promo, 
But if that was just a promo and that wasn't like, you know, him actually leaving and a leaving gift, if that was, if this is all built, all this, like these messages by Champa to say, I believe in the picture hugging Shawn Michaels, then it's just, again, it's just amazing from, from Gargano if, 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 well, and everyone else. But if this is all storyline and he's staying, then I, I think it's just brilliant. I think he's staying. I think he might stay, but I don't think he's going to be in NXT. I really don't. If he does, I, think, I just I think don't see what no else he can do. What he can do. I, I think he could do anything. He, well, he could, could. He can, but then he could, if he, he can do anything, you wouldn't limit yourself to NXT. He could That's win the, the title and be champion for another year, solid, and have an amazing title run. Because he, he, he can, he, he could be a workhorse. He could. I just, I what just I think could he's... see happening is maybe Breaker winning the NXT title, then Gargano challenging him. And having a big feud. If he stays in NXT, that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, w- it would be good. But I just, I mean, anything he's going to do would be good. But I, do, I just, he I goes, just like he—he's—he's he's the guy here. He's not going to be the guy in AW or Raw or SmackDown. He's going to be a guy a bit, a bit further down the card. Here, he's the guy. So I think an AW could be one of the guys. You say that Adam Cole was the guy. And now he's. But I think Adam Cole will be eventually one of the, I think the he top will be stars. I think they're just slowly pushing him because they had so many other guys coming at the same time. I think. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. I, I just think the AW ha- are very stacked. Even if you are the guy, oh, you're the it guy is. for. I think there's more of a gap from the main roster, honestly. I think there's more of a gap from there. Um, but we'll see. I think. Um, just, just don't leave. Best of luck to Mr. Gargano. Yeah, let's move on to another segment because we've been talking about NXT for a long time and there's still a couple of other things to talk about yet. Yeah, well, we, we kind of mentioned O'Reilly and Wagner earlier. They had the steel cage match. Um, and, and again, it was a really good match from Wagner, really good. O'Reilly put them over. I mean, O'Reilly's definitely going. I don't yeah, I mean, he got his head that. smashed on the cage door three times on the way out. And I think. Yeah, th- th- I think O'Reilly's no definitely. Question there. I, don't, I really don't think he will stay, but. <laughs> But I want to know is what do you reckon is next for Von Wagner? It's is hard to he... know, isn't it? It's hard to know. Yeah, but is he is he going to be a top next? He, he, I mean, he'll be one of the top heels. I it's suppose. hard to know his next feud, honestly. But like, do you have, well, well, I guess the question is how long do you think he's in NXT for? Because it's quite obvious the main roster have eyes on him. He was on SmackDown for no reason a few weeks back. Yeah, he's definitely that, that, looked that at true. higher. You know, is Von Wagner even ever going to be... I mean, I was, I was about to say the words, is he ever going to have a title match? He's already had one on his first night. But, like, is he ever going to be that guy? Is he just going to always skip NXT and just have, you know, random feud and then move up? Possibly. Possibly. I'm not sure, to be honest. I mean, I, I still think I need to see more from him, but I definitely like this heel character a lot more than I did. Did this... this Last week has been a very good week for Von Wagner, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and I thought this match was good. Um, and I, I like the closing angle with him hanging him on the ropes, slamming the cage door into his head like three times, and writing Kyle off TV. Basically, thought it was good. Yeah, really good. Um, one thing I did want to mention is actually my skid mark. It's leading on from mm. War Games with is the Duke Hudson situation. Um, so obviously he loses. He shaves his hair. He doesn't have it completely shaved off, but. And I was, he was coming out, I was just expecting him to come out skinhead and be like, you know, I lost and blah, blah, blah. But he comes out with this stupid blonde wig on. He looks ridiculous enough then. What an absolute and was, toupee. And I was it laughing a, at him then. Toupee. I was laughing at him then. <laughs> and I thought, oh, what's this then? He looks a bit stupid. Then he put his headgear on. And I was like, oh man, this guy. 
this guy's just a joke. And this feud is continuing as well, which is another part of the skid mark. I just don't understand why they did what the point of this was really. And I just think it makes I'm not I've not been a fan of his character, but this just makes him look lame. I feel a bit sorry for him. <clears throat> the, the, the only thing I had to say about that is I think this is very much how WWE cope with these heavy hair after I don't know if you remember I brought up last week that Kurt yeah, Angle yeah. Edge Kurt Angle did the exact same thing. He wore a wig and he wore a headgear to protect his wig for for about a month after he got his head shaved. Mm. Um, it, this this is very <clears throat> heavy hair aftermath 101 um, for me. So this isn't again. I'm not saying it was brilliant, but this is kind of what I thought might happen afterwards. And I, I think they almost have to carry on the feud a bit because it's a bit weird to have your head shaved and then just move on to someone else. He I kind suppose. of he kind of wants to get revenge, I guess. Plus, the match did end up in a roll up as well, so it was not really a decisive winner. Yeah, and not I, talking I, about it. Not talking about <laughs> it. Yeah, I still think there's a chance Cameron Grimes gets shaved as well. I think there's a chance both of them end up some sort of. I don't want old... to see any more shaving. I'm, I can't, you know, I really don't. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm over. I thought the whole thing the whole thing hasn't worked for me. From the yeah. poker, from the poker to the match itself wasn't particularly good, and then this angle. None of it's worked. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's why I'm, I think it's I'm, gradually hardly... built up to be my skid mark. <laughs> yeah, don't think it's just this one thing. I think the whole feud for me hasn't worked. Yeah, there was no Cayman for a poker table either, so it's a complete waste of time, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. I just want to see a cave in. Um, the only other notes I've got from NXT is um, we saw Riddle. I, I, that was the one I was going to mention. So we've been very critical of these MSK things. Did you like the payoff? Um. No, I didn't. Honestly. Oh, I actually did. No, I actually, I actually didn't mind this. It's it's just it's just standard. It's it's, it's just like stoner humor. It's just it's just not for me. It's just it's just not for me. I'm sorry. It's just not something I enjoy. I mean, I, I've probably mentioned before about you know these guys on um, Impact, and all they were they were just doing stoner segments backstage. They're amazing in ring, and then. Backstage, did just did weird stoner segments, and I, I didn't really get it. I, I not, remember a few weeks ago particularly when enjoy. it started, we were talking about you saying the same, exactly that, you know, that mm. they were stoners in Impact. And, and I was like, oh, they would be a good team to be with Riddle in a stable. Yeah. And then this is, and then we get here, and Riddle's the, the, with him. And he, it sounded like he was sticking around, which is weird because he's he, on the main he, roster. Yeah, so he's, like, he's literally tag champ on Raw. Um, so I don't know what role he's going to have going forward, but I don't mind seeing more Matt Riddle because I love Matt Riddle. So that's why I liked it, just because it's Matt Riddle. So but, I, if I was, I don't think we ever did predict the Shaman. If I was no. predicting it, I might have gone RVD. There was a lot of talk about it being RVD. Online. And I thought one that could have been really cool, obviously it's not possible now, but when this started, he was still around, was John Morrison because yeah, he was doing some weird... And he was called gimmick, the Sh- he used to be called the Shaman of Sexy or something stupid like that. Didn't yeah, I'd, I'd have been quite cool and you know have John Morrison on on, on NXT for a bit or something. You know they could have done like I, especially you know, if Frankie Monet was down there. It would have actually made sense. Yeah, maybe that was the original plan, and then obviously firings happened, and they just used the closest stoner. Oh, I You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But now, yeah. what, what did you think of this, Krusty? Because you haven't really mentioned it. I um I thought it was okay. I, I'm sort of in the middle. I like seeing Matt Riddle. Nice little rhyme for you there. Um, <laughs> but I, I've not liked this MSK at all. No, Since I haven't lost the tag it. title. I but I like the payoff, I guess, time. But at uh, least it went somewhere. 
it, it, uh, <laughs> let's see what happens, but I don't like it. I'm, I don't I'm think anything happens. I think I, I think that's it. Now they, they go back to wrestling again. Personally, that's what I think will happen. Yeah, you're probably right. I think this this this, this was the payoff. This here, Matt Riddle Whoa, sitting man, down. We've had an epiphany, dude. Let's go wrestling. Yeah, uh, this is just it's, they're it's, taking it's, a few buses. It's just too. It's just too Heyman for me. This is. Yeah. This is this so, is crossed the threshold. There's nothing else. I think we've talked about NXT for two. There was a very tiny segment. I don't want to talk about it long. All right, go on. Then. But Lopez handing over knuckle dusters. That was cool. To Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn. That's it. Yeah. Um, although they made a complete mess of it, and um, yeah, it made it look like was she distracting him or was she helping him? We couldn't tell. It was nice. I think she's helping him. I think she's helping him. But the, the commentators played it like that. Yes. That was yeah. what they were trying to go for, anyway. Which is interesting, at least. It is. No, and that no, match was good, good actually. Uh, Santos Escobar is great. Yeah, yeah. Santos yeah. is. Amazing. He's another great wrestler, actually, in NXT. 2.0. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's really fantastic. Good. So there um, we have it. Let's move on to some main roster shandangos. Yeah. Um, Smackdown. Sorry. I was doing fandangos music there. Let's leave away from fandangos. All right. So, SmackDown, who wants to lead with what happened on SmackDown? I think really the main talking point is the Brock stuff. The big man Brock comes out looking cool and Brockish. And okay. my favourite person in the world, Sami Zayn, decides to come out and interrupt him. But I really enjoyed Brock's humour sh- sure, Surely you enjoyed these two? They were fantastic together. I do. I, I, I tell you what. This, They're my new favourite duo, these two. I don't know why. I want to see them more. I want to see more of Sami Zayn and Brock interactions. I know. I, I'm sort of eating my hat here because I was quite annoyed about the, um, the fact that Zayn beat Hardy in the way Yeah, it was just Skidmark, wasn't it? week before it was but they've made good of that um, it's a good job with, Hardy didn't win to be I honest. know with current events it, it, it's, <laughs> it's kind of worked out um, mm. so I, I liked it when Brock was sort of like the, the humour he had but he was like looking at him he's like Sammy Sammy Zayn <laughs> just getting like really excited he was like I'm a fan now I just thought it was hilarious I was actually laughing at this bit um, finally, a proper promo from Brock, which is actually really yeah, it's the most brilliant. I've heard him talk in years. That he was brilliant. He was so good. He was just manipulating Sami Zayn, and I loved Sami Zayn plays this role perfectly. By the way, this like, yeah, oh, he does. Trying to like, I loved the bit he was backstage with Sonya, and then he was like, yeah, but I don't really. And then Brock, comes Brock comes he's like, he's like, oh yeah, here we go, yeah, yeah, I'll fight tonight, and like, it's <laughs> so funny. And um, I mean, and they kind of everything, everything rounded off because then. Obviously, Brock just destroys him because that was all building up to it. Then Roman comes out, all slow, no rush, just comes out. Roman, as he does, easy, yeah. you know, gets into the guillotine, taps straight away. There's Sami Zayn's opportunity. Like so Sami Zayn had to be helped up by the Usos. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and yeah, still, so, yeah, so still Zayn, did his spear. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. People complained a little bit about Sami Zayn, you know, only lasting 16 seconds or whatever the match was with Roman and getting, you know, Izzy Berry. But for me, he took, I think, two F5s, like three suplexes, yeah. a spear suplexes and a guillotine. And, got F5. And, then a, and then a spear and a guillotine. Yeah. Who would take that? I yeah. mentioned storytelling. This if he'd have kicked out, it would be ridiculous. Of the high, it's so good. <laughs> Imagine if he did kick out. <laughs> Bah, <laughs> I say, and then wins by roll up, wins the <laughs> championship. Then he got knocked out by the golden egg or something. 
But we got here. We got Brock being a great face and proving he can, you know, speak on the mic really well. And he looked great. We got Roman being as cool as all hell and winning in really quick, decisive fashion. And we got Sami Zayn playing a great role. And he still has this conspiracy theory thing because he got screwed basically throughout the show. So it works for everyone. This was just perfection. This was this whole it was very good. Absolute perfection. And Brock and Sammy at the start, I was I was so entertained. It was brilliant. I loved it. And then they came back out, didn't they? And had another segment. I was like, give me more of this. Just this this was so close to being my top mark, by the way. This was yeah very close. Well you mentioned I remember I I, I was shocked no one had this as their top mic. I was shocked no one had this. In fact, we the only reason top mark existed is because you liked the segment so much and you were like, Yeah, yeah, this is I started it from this. This was how Top Mark was born. So this is the creator. And then it didn't even get one. It didn't even get one. I can't even no one picked it. It created it, so it's fine. But it's hard when there's a pay-per-view at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Pay-per-views normally should provide the best moments um, in terms of matches and things. Yeah, you get in, terms of, in terms of cool threads throughout the show and storyline, this was great. So was there anything... I know SmackDown was, apart from that, quite a weak show. Um, there was some good stuff. That was that stuff was all great. Was Two there pie Tony. Yeah, t- Tony got a pie back, didn't Tony she? Tony two pie. She got a pie back on Charlotte. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Kofi returns. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that we've got cool. another New Day Usos feud. Looks quite well, looks a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there it'll was. Be, it'll, it'll be a good match, but I don't know how many times we have to see it. It's, it's not like it's that long since the last one either. So it's kind of um. No. Yeah. One bit that I did like on this show actually is. was yeah. um happy talk where Drew and now the release Jeff Hardy come out. That bit was actually all right. I did enjoy them both in their hats. At the yeah, end. That, that bit was quite fun, <laughs> and that's and sadly. Hasn't going to lead anywhere because now Jeff's gone. So uh, that's, that's quite sad, really. Um, yeah, it's just going to lead to a Drew. Corbin yeah, there, there was some. There was just a lot of short wrestling on the show. There was Viking Raiders lost laugh, lost the Farios lasted about two minutes. Actually, the one good match on the show in terms of wrestling was um, Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, um, yeah had a good match. Um, but I wanted to comment on. I saw a stat <coughs> roll up. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing. It did end in a roll, but it was a great match. It was really good. Um, but I did see so on Saturday morning after watching obviously Rampage is on Friday night as well with Smackdown and I saw people comparing so Smackdown had um, 16 minutes of wrestling on the show in a two hour show which is terrible Rampage is a one hour show so half the length their main event went 18 minutes (laughs) that is mad they need to balance that out. I, it, yeah. it, I think SmackDown needs to be having... I think when you take the adverts out, it's about an hour and 20, hour and a half. Mm. You need at least half an hour's worth of wrestling. Oh, at, at least. least. I, think, I think 45 minutes. If really. you look at the matches mm. on this card as well, um, you had a universal title match between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. You had Shayna Baszler v. Sasha Banks. You had um, Sheamus versus Cesaro on it. Yeah. You had... Okay, Viking Raiders versus Los Safarios doesn't need to go that long. But you also had um, Xavier Woods versus um, one of the Usos, didn't you? On here? Jay, Jay Uso. Yeah. That's a, if you had that as a card and gave that every match 10 minutes, yeah. Say, or, well, and, or and, maybe and, one of them you give five minutes, but the rest of them you give 10 minutes, you've got a great card there. Like, like don't lose a minute of the Sammy Brock stuff. Give, give me another 10, 10 minutes of that, personally. But you don't, like, the Tony Storm Charlotte stuff, that went on for 
long, too long. I would rather Tony Storm had wrestled during that time, beat someone convincingly, and then all of a sudden, you know, that's a better way to build Tony Storm than getting a pie back on Charlotte. Yeah. So, so you still could have done that after the match anyway. Yeah, you, know? you, you could have if you if you have to do a pie, then yeah. you do that after. But again, there's there's better ways to um yeah. use your time. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I think maybe, they need to maybe... find a fine balance, don't they? They're not going to go as extreme as AEW with the wrestling, but. They definitely need to use these. I think Raw's doing a good wrestlers. job of matches, but yeah, Raw, Raw has been really good. I know Raw's got three hours to fill. They've got to have some good matches on there, but I think Raw's actually had some a lot of wrestling on it recently. Is is, is that a segue, Fish? Well, it we looks, can move on to Raw if you want. It looks like a segue. Segue straight onto Raw. It smells like a segue. All right. Yeah. So I want to talk about my top mark of the week, just overtaking um, Brock and Sammy, was. Not only the main event of Raw, but the um, portrayal of Liv Morgan throughout the night was just brilliant. Um, to the point where I thought she was definitely winning. I, I was so convinced she was winning this time. After that video package, I thought she the was video winning. package was amazing. Um, and again, like if everything about her, maybe it was just me, but I had like stars in my eyes. I was like, she's a top, a, a top female star now and it's I, you know I said a few weeks ago she was my skid mark for how she was being portrayed in this build up to Becky I thought how are they going to get me to get behind Liv Morgan in this feud like, how am I going to think that Liv Morgan can beat Becky well they did it in one night here I mean last week it was good from Liv. I thought they did a really good job last week yeah that, they did that this week match. I, I was sure Liv Morgan was winning that main event and Two weeks ago, my skid mark was that she had no chance of, you know, this is stupid. So I've I've come full circle on Liv Morgan and thought the match was brilliant. Um, and, okay, Becky won by holding the rope. That's seriously how Becky wins all her matches. That is playing into her character, so... Yeah, I and I think... I just hope Liv gets another chance, because otherwise... It, it, yeah, I think this is leading to another match on day one, probably yeah. is when they're going to fight again. And I wouldn't be surprised if Liv Morgan was champion on day one. I'm calling I, now. I don't think she'll win the title, but I do think they'll do another match and they'll go another well, thing. But well, I, my, my prediction at the moment is that she might win the Royal Rumble um, rather than win the title. I think there's more chance of that, but we'll see. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, possibly, but I just think the... Um, I mean, I don't know, you know, what did you guys think? Did, do you think she'd become a star on, on this I show? I think she's a star. I, I thought she already was almost. Uh, I've rated her since she was in the Riot Squad. I always thought she was the best. I, okay, yeah, in my but, opinion. I, but they weren't portrayed in as In terms stars, of pushing four, her four over, or five weeks yes, ago, I now think Four or five weeks ago, she was losing to Carmella for the fourth time. Yeah, that was annoying and frustrating. And I, now I, okay. she's pushing Becky quite far. Let me rephrase it then. I, I think she should have been a star a long time ago. But now I think, yes, she can. She looks a legitimate challenger for Becky. Mm. Do I think she's going to beat her at day one? Probably not. If she does, I think she will lose it because I think they're going to want that title on Becky up until Mania now. I think if they were going to take it off, they would have done it by now. I think Becky Lynch is going to carry that to WrestleMania just because of the star factor. Yeah. they're not. I don't think they're going to put a title on like a, a new champion. Until Mania was where you crown the new champion to give them that Mania moment, like you did with Belair, for example, yeah. this last mm. year. Uh, this year, I think and they might give Liv a moment. I, I think you're right. I, I do agree. I think Becky goes into Mania as champion, but I think Liv might win it 
and then I, lose it again. I'd rather yeah. not do that. I'd rather I not could not see do that. that I I'd just rather think, wait if they're going to do that. I mean, personally. to be honest with you, if, we, if, if I knew what I knew now, I would have, again, I was so sure Liv was winning it on Raw on Monday, then she was going to lose on day one. And then, you know, that's, mm. that's how I would have thought it was going to go. But yeah, I, I just think the way she was portrayed, I just thought Liv is, is top all of a sudden. That you know, just yeah. I thought that I thought it was the match transformed my opinion of her. Yeah, it was it was all really good stuff. Nice top mark. It was my first top mark. Um, where else did we get on the show? We got Biggie and Owens in the steel cage. Yeah, I thought I thought this was really really good as well. These two matches sort of um, Raw's doing good at the moment, sort of booking two. Yeah, bookending first match. Bookending some of the stuff in the middle is not always a brilliant but um this match was really good advertised before the show um owens and biggie in a steel cage rollins had some involvement in the match as well um trying to get out of the cage he sh- sort of shut them in um i never liked the escape from them that's the only moment of criticism. Well, i don't like I've those got, finishes yeah that, i've that's... had it as my skid mark before the yeah door, yeah i, I don't like that the door is just crazy i, I don't, I don't like those bookings and i yeah. loved it because on nxt and the fact the they contrast, used it as well. The Kyle and the Von <laughs> Wagner match, they said you can't escape, even over the top or thing. It has to end by pinfall submission. Yeah. So the NXT well, rules are different to the main roster, which is very odd. Well, I would... actually, I um what this was actually what I was going to bring up was the reason steel cage matches were brought in were to keep wrestlers in the ring. So the escaping rule never used to exist. It used to just be pinfall, but inside the cage. So mm. you can't escape. Then they brought in the escape over the top rope. Over the top of the cage. Again, that's I like cool. that. You I don't mind they, that that takes a lot of effort and it kind of looks cool. So so what's yeah. your ideal rules for a steel cage match? Is it or escape? And, or escape, yeah. Over the top. Because I actually think I would rather either have just a pinfall or just an escape over the top. I think both together, again, when you can win the match a couple of ways, it gets a bit. I don't know. Maybe it's just. I think it's good if you don't want to, if you want to protect someone in defeat. Like in here, obviously the problem is Kevin Owens is one of the number one contenders and Big E's the champion, so you don't want to pin either of them. So it's obvious yeah. that neither of them were going to get pinned. Well, I thought Owens may get pinned, but it would have been silly if he did. And Big E was never going to get pinned in this match. So I always thought, right, they're probably escaping. Yeah. So you can do it as a way to protect top, someone. But if you let them escape over the top, that's not nothing. Yeah. Sort of be it doesn't look. It doesn't look cowardly and silly, especially when it's a baby face that does it. Because it's almost like the coward's way out. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'd almost be door. okay with the door being open and they sometimes get out of it, but they don't win. They're just out and they can grab weapons and whatever else mm. and then get back in again. Um, if you did that infrequently, that could be quite a cool way. But it's like, well, they're out, they're out of the cage now. What happens now? Um, but the fact that they can win by rolling out of a cage door is just madness. Well, Biggie just mm. opened the door and walked out, didn't he? Because I, I, the moment they rang the, the bell, I'd turn around and jump at the cage door. Hmm. I'd just be straight out. Yeah. It, it, does does that warrant a win, opening the door and walking out of a door? But like, that no. is not a way to win anything in wrestling. So No, it's it's, it's a bit lame, really. Uh, but the match itself, I thought, was really, really good. Oh, And we got the angle afterwards. Yeah. Um, Rollins attacked both of them. And then Lashley. Yeah, well this was this was done himself. in an advert break. This was even done on the show. I would, I do you know what I missed this until they replayed it later and said an MVP and Lashley had a promo about well, it. Well, like, it, 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 it did not happen on the show. It was. I was going to say break. I didn't see this. It was during yeah, an later on break. In, about an hour later. There's a backstage segment with promo with MVP and Lashley, and I was like, oh, they are on the show because I thought, oh, they haven't been on the show yet. It's a bit odd. 
And then they replayed this segment from earlier in the night with Lashley. And I was like, did I miss something? He destroys all three of them, yeah. And he destroyed all three of them. But it was, so the, I think Rollins' attack happened just, and then they went to adverts. And I think when they came back, they said, oh, during the break, this happened. And it showed mm. Lashley spearing all three of them. And I was like, oh, Lashley was, why was that not on TV? That's quite a big angle. And I thought, yeah. Does that mean Lashley is going to get involved in a fatal four-way? Well, now? that was my question: is, is are they going to add him to the match? And I think they may well do. If I, I don't see why they would do that if they weren't going to. No, and I think that's a cool. It's a cool person to add. Yeah, him. I'm not going to complain about that at all. Oh, Lashley's the guy, isn't he? He's, Lashley's the man, isn't he? God, he's good. He is, and he had something a bit different to the match, I think. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with him being in there. Yeah, really um, stack the odds on Big E as well because you've kind of got three heels in there, big heels. Yeah. In there, all kind of, you know, stacks the odds against Big E if he does win. It, it does seem a bit weird to have, like, the four top guys on Raw all going at it. You know, because what are you going to do after this? Well, probably... Split them off you probably do different feuds. Yeah, well, I guess you... you have Edge as well, don't you? Knocking about. Honesty. Yeah. Is that a segue onto Edge? Or... That is a segue. I think it might be. From so, last week, we absolutely loved Edge and um, Miz and Maurice's promo. And they did another one here. Um, and it was good. Yeah, I, I think the first one might have been slightly better. Um, yeah. Oh, the first one was amazing. You, you struggled to top that. Yeah. That reminds um, me a little bit of Punk MJF. Yeah, it was, it was kind of great, similar. But you, can't, you can't top it, can you? The, the first one is normally the best one. Because um, they get a lot of lines out on that first uh, episode. And then it's like, well, how do you top it? Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love the ending to this. Because they were... So Miz challenged him for a match at day one. Edge accepts. Then Edge says, well, why can't we just do it tonight? Miz kind of, kind of tries to say he's not ready. And, and Edge just knocks him out on the floor. Which I, I like that. I, I like the fact he just punched him out. You know, it's like... Yeah, well, at first I thought Miz just slipped on his shoes. Because the camera didn't I thought really he just. I thought he went down because he like, was scared. We all had different reasons why I went. Like, I don't know, yeah. but anyway, I thought he, Edge was like, like made him jump, like went to like nothing. Yeah, no, actually, I think you're right. he, I think that's he what happened, sort of shit yeah. himself and, I think and dropped right, on the floor, yeah. and he was like, "Are you scared?" Yeah, I think yeah, I, right, I thought this segment was was pretty, um, pretty good, but yeah, not as good as the first. One. And they've now got a match at day one. I think that was yeah confirmed. That could be pretty sweet. Yeah, not sure who's going to win though because Edge. Edge has just won his last big feud, so but I don't know if they want to end this after one match. They won. I think this could be a series, although I don't know because I don't think it goes to Mania, so maybe not. I think our mate Maurice may get involved here. I think she's going to cost Edge the match, um, and then we might end up in that that um, duos mixed yeah. tag. Yeah, we did talk about that last week. The possibility of that happening, didn't we? That is coming at some point. Um, there's quite a lot to talk about for more, isn't it? There's something I found else. hilarious, which was Vince and Austin Theory. Uh, when they're talking about impressing uh, Theory, impressing uh, Vince. Yeah. And he was doing star jumps, and then he was like, and then impress he- me. He was, <laughs> and then he unzipped his, he unzipped his shirt and just started doing star jumps again. He's like, no, oh, not that. And then, of course, he attacked, he attacked Finn Balor at the end of his match against T-Bar. So yeah, again, I, I think that, that I, I kind of thought that would happen because I thought, why is this match happening? Finn Balor T bar is a bit random. I was like, oh, Austin Theory's just said he's gonna impress Vince. Yeah, and, and I, I thought, think that's a few to look forward to. Uh, is it good for you, but also scary for Balor? Is he gonna lose again? Yes, I, I think so. I think Austin Theory wins this feud. I think Austin Theory's the guy, the guy there behind. I'm worried about his future. 
in WWE. Well, he's already gone down to NXT once. He can't, he can't do it again, can he? <laughs> no. NXT UK, maybe. He's been teasing that match That'd with Walter cool. for a year. Let's do he's been it. teasing the match with Walter for about five years. No, let's get out of the main roster, though. Yeah, go um, on, I, I want to point out someone else had a really good night, in my opinion, was Robert Roode. Answered yes. Jopin Challenge. Yeah, big he, he, he This made me remember how good he is in ring. I was like, oh, why is he not, like, doing more? Like him and Ziggler are both brilliant in ring. He's pretty glorious. Why do they not do more? Why are they not on TV every week and in oh, matches every they, week? They have been more. They since are pretty much every week. week. They, they have been more, but like it's on SmackDown, they weren't as much. They are fairly. In, they're and not like regulars, and they're not in big angles. They usually just not in big, random not matches. Big, but they're like the veteran heel tag team, aren't they? That aren't going to get pushed that yeah, high. Rude is seriously good I thought he was really impressive this match I, I love I love uh, it was a very good match and I love the fact that Priest wins all his matches just for clean with the reckoning That that's how yep. Yep. you know if, every, if everything is that simple I'd love it um, but I love the fact we might get a Dolph Ziggler Damien Priest feud that for me is like a great feud that could be insane yeah um, because Ziggler attacked him afterwards with a super kick so I'm guessing that's the next match we're going to get maybe at day one or it might just happen on Raw but um, it wouldn't surprise me if it just happened on Raw this next week, but I'd Looking love to see it at day one and given time, I would love to see that because I, yeah, how good would that match be? Yeah, it would be brilliant. Yeah, um, I'm, sure, I'm, sure Priest Priest would win. So I'm sure Priest would win, but Ziggler doesn't need to win the title, but it, it would be a great match. So I think we've been quite positive. So is it time for me to slip into a skid? Oh, yes, of course. I've also got a skid from Raw, so we could do back-to-back skids. Yeah. We'll get all negativity out, out of the way, then we can move on to positives. Okay, Let, let's so you skid go. it up, shall we? You, you go. So, first match, and I need to talk about two matches here, and then I can skid it up. So, we had... Oh, something positive first, actually. The very start of this match. Um Riddle and Randy Orton with their amazing blazers. That yes, was, and was after great. the match, after the match, I thought it was great as well. But you get to that in a minute. I, I love the blazers. Um, yeah, brilliant. So we had AJ and Omus in a match, and then the other match I want to talk about was Bianca versus Dewdrop. So Bianca versus Dewdrop, I actually thought was the best of the two matches. I was really enjoying it. I so loved I the really uh, Vader bomb spot in the corner where Dewdrop did the like splash. Dewdrop was, was really impressive in that match. Yeah. Really that showed that we spot. know she can wrestle, don't we? Yeah, um, yeah. NXT UK, yeah, yeah. and this actually showed Dewdrop can can She's wrestle. She's great. She is really good. So good in ring, and and really worked well with Bianca's power. I'm not sure if it would work with um, some of the less strong um, roster members, but may, maybe I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But yeah. we had some great spots from like uh, Bianca using some real power to to lift Dewdrop, and Dewdrop, as you said, was amazing with that segment in the corner. Yeah, splash. But something that twins these two matches together, which has made my skid mark, is we had two count outs on board. Yeah. Two count outs on one show is poor. It's bad. And the, the AJ Omos one was just ridiculous. Omos went on like a rampage. Yeah, that one annoyed me a lot more, that one did. It was terrible. I was actually more annoyed by the other one. Oh. And I'll tell you why in a minute. We're both annoyed. I, I, I'm annoyed at it all. We're all annoyed. I, 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 well, I think, I'm annoyed at both of them. Well, I think the main reason I was annoyed with the, sec- the, the other one is because it came second. Because that was the second one on the show. I was like, you can't do two that's on the show. The problem, that, that's it? the problem. That's you probably can take why. one and you can accept it. But when another one happened, yeah. I was like, you've just skidded. And, but pants. also, I think the other reason is I actually really enjoyed the angle afterwards of AJ and Omos. So... Yeah, but I, I just thought the Omos I agree. looked, that, looked that worse. That was fine on its own. In terms of the actual count out, it was worse. 
the, yeah. ca- the the way he was counted out was worse, definitely. So my skid mark was because Dudrop walked off and two. did it on purpose. Well, he did it was it the fact out. they had two in one night. Yeah. So Omos just was beating people up and forgot to get back in the ring. You're a professional wrestler. You're not going to forget yeah, to get that, back that in the ring. That was dumb. Oh, that was really so dumb. Stupid. And then Dewdrop just got in a strop when facing Bianca, which is okay on its own. Well, she she but... got out of the KOD just didn't she? And then she yeah. walked off. That's yeah. Yeah. See again. If you didn't have the one earlier, I think the Bianca Dewdrop one is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it that's actually an okay, okay one. And I she think... walked off and kind of slapped her ass and was like, "Kiss my ass." I, I did it actually. I did enjoy it about <laughs> when she slapped her ass. That was, that was funny. And as you um, say, I enjoyed the fact that Omos and AJ are starting to show cracks, and it's now time for them to sort. Of yeah, and I love the Riddle splitting. interview. I love the Riddle interview. That's the bit I liked. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's it time for Omos to be main. But there's my skid mark though. Two. Yeah. Two count outs, lazy, lazy to do that in one. one yeah, it was very, very poor. I totally agree with you. It's a good <clears> skip. Yeah. Tell us a positive about the Riddle interview, Fish. Well, I like, I really like the Riddle interview with AJ afterwards, and he had another one later on as well. Uh, do you like Orton's one line? It's like, do you have anything to add? Yeah, yeah. And he I, got his mic, you know, and he just said while. no. Nope. And, it just, and uh, I, I thought that was really good. And then, so he got away, Riddle got away with that one. He didn't get attacked. But then later on, Otis and um, Gable had a match. And he, he went to speak to them afterwards. And Otis didn't even speak to him. He just flattened him. <laughs> the arcade Bronerman. So I actually yeah. thought when I saw the brackets, again, it's like a silly talk, but I, I thought, oh, I reckon Alpha Academy winning this. I thought that's really like, but they've got two face teams in the final, which I think is a bit... Um, I was a bit sad about this because strange. the last few weeks we've been talking about how good Gable's been doing. Mm-hmm. And I was actually quite looking forward to seeing him in more matches. And then he got rolled up by Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was a bit skinny as well. as well. This was a bit skinny. A <laughs> it was a bit skinny, yeah. actually. That was um, skinny. Yeah, it wasn't great. I that was a shame. And also, this tag team, Broterman, um, which was good, but it had semi-finals and a final. Shows you how sort of thin yeah. on the ground this tag tournament was. And um, they're the four tag teams that have been used Yeah, anyway. the, the only other one like, I could think of was the Hurt Business. Oh, and uh, Ziggler and Root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's they could have they could have stretched the six, but not eight. And that's the problem. That's why they could only do four because six doesn't oh, work, does it? Struggle, isn't it? Yeah. Um. All right. So I've got. I'm, I'm gonna have a little skid now. Um. This is the last skid or top mark of the week, I think. I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. yeah. It is. Um. Before we talk about dynamite and rampage, we haven't got to any. Yeah, this is all WWE stuff. But um, I think I know you guys are big fans, so it's not even anything against this guy, but these. Veer... I think big fan is a bit of a stretch. Oh, you, you guys love him. <laughs> these these Veer promos now, I am done with them. It's, the problem is, I don't mind people getting promos week after week. We see Zia Lee, brilliant promos, no problem with that. But Veer, his promos are just him doing moves and then him turning around. And that, that's it. <laughs> and it's been like that for about, well, how long have they have we had the new rosters? Six weeks? Yeah, it's, I think it's seven. I think it's longer. Seven, eight weeks. the destroyer. For, for eight weeks, he's coming. We have had his promise. It all says coming soon. Coming soon. Well, fucking come on then. Like, <laughs> come. I just don't. And the, so one thing I I'm worried about this is they don't have a clue what they're doing with him. That's that's what he's going to be. Everything they want match, isn't it? There is there is he's no there is there. no story behind these promos like Zaylee, like Alistair Black. I know he got released, but th- there's stories behind other promos. These are just the same promo. No idea what they're doing. No, it's not even a really a promo. It's just no, a it's little not even clip a, of It's his... not even a promo. It's just him doing moves on main event against random people and then him turning around. Yeah. 
He's got the he same doesn't say look. anything. He doesn't say anything. All he's got, he's got a new surname. That, that's the only new thing about him. He's got the exact same look. He these these videos show us nothing about Veer, like that we didn't already know because we've seen him before. And these are sort of promos where I think he's going to be on the next list of releases because they don't know what they're doing with him. That they just it is worrying. I remember the last Sullivan no had similar. Where he's like eight weeks in a row, it's just like coming soon, Lars. And then he came, he came on the show. He had a couple of squash matches. Yeah. Disappeared for months, then come back. And it was just stop start, like nothing, no plan. You're right. There was clearly no long-term plan here. Right? They have not got they don't a know clue. what the story like. They don't know who he's feuding with. They have no. not got a clue who he's gonna feud. There's no like, and again, some of these promos, I think these coming soon, or not promos, packages, these coming soon videos they do. They work if you're reinventing someone or you're introducing someone new. They don't work if you're reintroducing a guy who's. I feel like the they, they're almost treating him like he's new and we haven't seen him before because we haven't really seen a lot of him. And added, we haven't seen him on his own. To his name and, and we haven't seen him on his own. Character. So I guess they're treating him like he's a completely new person. It's it's um, just it's just gone on too long. This was yeah, my breaking point this week. It really I agree was. with you, and I did notice a lot more talk about it online yeah, people real, getting fed up I, I really sh- so. I, I, I like I like flipped out when he's going like, to come next like, week again. and he's going to have the best match in the world <laughs> I, I, I don't even disagree I think he I think he could come in and be really good because I actually agree I think he look good in ring but they have no idea what they're doing with him they have yeah, it's a worry. no idea it's a worry. What, what they're doing with him and um, sorry Veer hopefully you won't be a skid mark ever again but this week you're a skid mark Thank you for that, Skid. Is there anything else from Raw before we move on to Dynamite? <laughs> no, I've that's got, that's all of my. I've notes. got one little, just tiny thing, on, and that was a random time. Jerry King Lawler appearance um, on the show, um, which was a bit weird. And oh, uh, with Nikki Ash, and I, think, I didn't, I, I didn't like this segment. I didn't like it either. But I was just wondering what you think's happening with um, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Nikki, because I feel like there's going to be a change in her character. I mean, we've mentioned it before, but I feel like her character's going to change because. She was not happy this week, and she's been such a happy-go-lucky character. What what is going on here? Uh, that was just just paying just paying the skid mark noise. Skid mark noises, yeah. But I'm not. When it, that was that was a bit late, isn't it? That's me saying that. Um, I think Nikki Ash is a bit of a skid mark. Yeah, and if she I, doesn't change her character soon, I think Mr. Vince is going to be knocking on the door. Uh, I know. Well, that's, I, that's that's the second release. I feel, call I feel like in a row. Yeah. I'm calling Veer's release now. I'm saying it's happening soon. <laughs> you dare? How dare you? I feel like um, the, the character that. change may well come um, because it's just getting a bit silly now, lads. Um, the character change may well come here because it looked hinted like it on this show, didn't it? Yeah, um, um, she, she's the this. Like I think we said before, this gimmick of superhero has has a shelf life, unless you're the Hurricane. Apparently, he's the only guy who can pull it off, but. Yeah, just move I mean, he was never me. a that's the thing, he was never pushed as a serious character. Nikki Ash was was that that was the issue, I think. Here, well, she, she won, won the, the women's, she won the, she won the more, more women's title and stuff like that. She was won it too quickly, I think. I think yeah. it would have been better if she had more of a build with her. Mm. I did predict that, by the way. I just, I just want to make sure that's known. I did predict <laughs> she, that she'd win the thingy and win the title. Um, AEW, let's let's move yeah, on. Let's, yes. let's move on to. You know, AEW. It's weird that... going this far into the show and haven't spoke about AEW yet. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I have a question for you, Keeney. First of all. Oh, go on. Tony Nice. Hang on, I've got exactly the same question. Oh, I've got in my note. Well, I know because 
I mean, I don't know if he's ever been mentioned on this podcast before, but Keeney used to really not be a fan of Tony Nese when he was in WWE. He's the most boring guy ever in WWE. He really was. He, he had nothing about him at all. And I, I think I said, I think he's worse than Veer, yeah. I think he, um, <laughs> I think he's, I think he's, he had a good promo with Sammy Guevara backstage. Um, and this match was all right. I mean, he's not bad in ring, Tony Nese. It's not even that. It's just, he's just a bit I think boring. he's great in ring. That's a bit I mean, boring. very good in ring. He had a really good yeah. match with Buddy Murphy. I, 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 I remember saying his premier in ring. It, it was, it was all right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not any worse or any better than any other Guevara Open Challenge. Really, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's th- these Open Challenges from Guevara so far. I don't know if you guys agree, but they've all been a bit samey to me. Yeah, four fifty splash was insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good match. Yeah, no, no, that's good. good spot, but I can it? I can segue actually onto something from Dynamite. Yep. Um, talking of Sammy, I really enjoyed this face off with Cody, which I was oh, this was yeah. good. He's like, playing into that hit. Cody, you, you, you're really right, Krusty. You're right. He's you're playing. Right. Thank you. He I knows love, what he's doing here. He I love that. He made a comment about like um, just one good guy to another or something. Yeah, and then like he went to walk down the hill, tunnel and turned around. Yeah. Oh, so he, he is he's turning hill on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's, that's happening. Even though he's just going to carry on doing it. It's Christmas Day, isn't it? The that match is Christmas match. Day. Yeah, Christmas it, Day, they're doing the a match. Christmas Day match. Yeah, yeah, it won't be on. It won't be filmed on Christmas Day. Yeah, but they'll they're showing it on. They're, Christmas they're Day. doing a. They're doing that, a that is where Cody's turning hill. He's doing it on Christmas Day. Hundred percent. I'm excited. That's what's happening. Twenty points to me on the print. I did enjoy that, and um, I mean, when he came out, I was like, oh god, I don't want to see Cody again. Mm, but oh. I thought it was. But really, really he, good. he was good. But also, those burns looked bad, didn't they, on his arm? Yeah. That's, and, that's, and that's about seeing his back. His back must be blistered to fuck. So, yeah. um, well, I think he had stuff on his back to protect him, but I yeah, don't but think they put it on arm, his arms. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's had a bit of a nightmare. And then Ethan Page was saying, like, of course you've got a title shot, which yeah. I just thought was brilliant. I like the fact that they don't shy away from the fact that these guys are, like, high up in the AEW. I think it's yeah. really clever to do that. Yeah. And yeah, Dan Lambert's coming back. He announced that Dan Lambert's coming back, um, which I, I like. So. You love Dan yeah, Lambert. Yeah, I love Dan Lambert. I like that. I, mean, I don't want the top team guys back. I just want Dan Lambert back. Yeah. Because I think he's great. Yeah. Um, um, just Maybe quickly, Van Sant. Again, this, this isn't... I, we, we're actually leaving kind of the main stuff to a bit later. But I just want to, whilst we're talking about good performances, I sort of mentioned Jamie Hayter again. I thought yeah. she was good last week, and I thought her match with Riho again. This was—I was, was going to mention Riho in this match. I yeah, no, Riho was really good. This match. this match was really good. It was a very um, good match. Yeah, I just think two matches and two or three matches in a row. Jamie Hayter's really impressed me, and yeah. one I didn't really—I I didn't know her before AW. I haven't—I even as, her first few matches, I wasn't that fussed by her, but she's really impressed me recently, Jamie. Hayter. Yeah, and it's not local local bias because she's from just down the road from us, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't even know she's we, from we we not, she We're UK. not like that. She's we're, Southampton. We're, she's from we, Southampton. Like, oh, is she? Um, oh, okay. Well, not like we're not like more. the American fans, though, are we? Where we just no, love no. anyone that's no. from the home town. Uh, I, I, I do now. I, don't I know. wasn't a massive William Regal fan when he was in... <laughs> <laughs> when he was in WWE, like, in his heyday. Yeah. Just because he was from Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Jamie Hayes is great. And to be honest, again, I've said it week after week, and I don't like to say it, but this showed up the Britt Baker uh, Reho match. Well, maybe we yeah. need maybe we need 
Jamie Hayter v Britt Baker. Yes. Well, for the title. Yeah, we do need that eventually. I think like, we will get that. Um, I want to see that before Thunder I Rosa. really love the sort of the clash of styles here because Jamie Hayter is deceptively really powerful, as we mentioned mm-hmm. before. And Riho is obviously very small and agile. Riho was I thought it good, worked really good. And I thought she was fantastic in this match, Riho. Yeah. The, the moves she did in this match, she did like a 619. It's called Tiger Feet Kick but when it's not yeah. Rey Mysterio doing it. Um, she did. There's a couple of near falls where I thought. Um, and then there was a code red with a. Yeah, that, that was a great code red, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. She hit that perfectly. I thought it, there was some really cool stuff in there. She did a coup de grace as well. She was doing like everyone's WWE yeah. finishers. She did Zelina Vega, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, so and Finn Balor's finishers in this match. Yeah. And none of them were finishers. Um, but yeah, so I thought I thought this was a great match. Really, really good. There's a couple of really good matches on Dynamite, but that might have been the best one, actually. Yeah, I think it was my match of the night. We can't not talk about the CM Punk. Primer. Yeah, so yeah, we have to punk. Um, that was fantastic. Punk MJF's music plays. Punk playing a heel for one yeah. night only. I it's guess. clever, isn't it? I, I, I it love is. the fact that MJF's music played. The crowd went wild. Yeah. And then yeah out how, how into punk. MJF they are. What a mixed reaction. I loved that. I, I abs- And I love the fact that they didn't just keep MJF doing exactly the same thing that he does every week. Mm. It was like they knew he was going to be big here. Yeah, it, it was a very yeah, nice... Because MJF, we've seen it in WWE when they're in their hometown and they're a hill. They'll be like, oh yeah, but I'm best friends to come out of this town. The rest of you are all losers. And they go against the home crowd and get them... But MJF just played into the home crowd loving him. And, and Punk, Punk really played, played a hill. Yeah, really like good and really laid punk, into the punk having teams. a lot of fun wasn't he he was having yeah. so much fun with this punk i like his loved, t-shirt yeah i was just, about yeah. his pillar t-shirt oh, that, that was amazing. fantastic amazing so good yeah and again i know it will come on to this maybe well we'll come on to it now but this led into the battle royal which yeah. um ended up what an with, awesome match ended up with um MJF and Dante Martin will get into Dante so Martin. MJF in a comes minute. in in a Ferrari and gets a little video package. Yeah, that video package was brilliant. Comes out to the cheers. The bit after, obviously, Dante Martin crossed um, Team Taz, um, which yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with the way I didn't want him in Team Taz. I wanted him with Leo Rush, so I'm happy that happened. And we've got now a nice tag feud with um, Hobbs and um, Ricky, the other guy. Starks. Ricky Starks. Thank you. Those, go, uh, those two, I think, I think that's definitely the advantage. With that, and I think that'll be a good match next week. The, the winter is coming, I think. MJF v Dante Martin. Um, yeah. But what I liked here again, just another MJF ism was they um, obviously Team Taz attacked Dante Martin after the match, and um, MJF's walking up the ramp, and like he's he he's like trying to be a face. He like turns. I was like, oh, should I help? No, should I? And he like he's he's toying with it. Yeah. And he comes in. And then just starts beating up Dante Martin. He, he just can't help being a heel. I honestly he's thought trying to be he face. was going to help him then. Yeah, I, it was just I, brilliant I honestly, from It was so MJF. clever. Yeah. And, and that, some other bits he was doing, he, he was in the ring um, in the middle of it, and he did the Adam Cole baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, part. And I just thought he's just playing to this crowd so much. He's, he's just fantastic, isn't he? He, he is really amazing. is. He's, he's the guy. He's the guy, MJF. He's now he's, my favourite AW guy, I think. I think he's, I mean, he's been my Wardlow as well, stringing along this um, this yeah. Wardlow. Yeah, and he eliminated him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's coming. That's stringing We've MJF Wardlow match at some point. We've been point. saying this for ages, but I think they're just... They I think Wardlow so might cost... dragging it out, but in a good way, aren't little they? Little prediction, Wardlow's going to cost MJF the match next week. Because I don't think MJF's winning next week, by the way. Well, he, he's won it two years in a row. He's not. Surely he's not going to keep his 
diamond ring, right? What would be the point mm. in the winning three times in a row? So I think Dante Martin's going to win, and I think Wardlow's going to cost him. It's part, a part of that but I actually enjoyed from maybe. Wardlow and Hobbs um, was that great clash they had in the middle oh, yeah. of the ring. Yeah. I thought this is it, and you know what I'm like. I love a I love a big guy. Have big, they wrestled before? Big beefy men slapping meat. I, I, <laughs> I just love this section where they they all do it, where they just like they face off and just crash into each yeah. other. And, and to be fair, they're, they're rare in AEW because there's not that many huge guys, so this felt quite special. Yeah, and they're really get good it every as week. Well. Both they're both so really good in ring. Both of them are so oh, I good. love it. And then Leo Rush um, ended up getting uh, Hobbs out when he was on the ring with some awesome like flip thing. I, I don't know what it yeah. was, handstand <laughs> flip, showing off big time. And I'm really excited to see Leo Rush in the ring. Because it's it's been a long time since he proper went at it. He was good the other week when he was in um, a match. Can't remember who he was against. Uh, Matt Seidel, wasn't it, and someone else? Yeah, Um, excited to see Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, this is good. And yeah, I, I, you know, I'm big fan of Dante Martin as well. I'm looking forward to seeing him. I, I kind of hope he does win. Um, I'm not sure because I, I think I don't know when Wardlow's going to turn. It might be after this punk feed, so I don't know if it will happen on um. Wednesday. They've been dragging it out a little while and they like to keep I it thought it was going to happen in the um, Derby match and mm. it didn't. So I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, that, that's... Well, I think it's going to happen in a match where MJF's got to lose and I'm just thinking where would MJF lose? And next week makes sense for me because I think he might beat Punk but lose here. I think, like I think he should beat Punk, by the way. Just... Yeah, me too. Because like, Punk, Punk, to need, Punk needs a defeat <laughs> at some point, right? Because he can't win forever. Yeah. Um, and the same, same and with Brian, like, you can't keep winning. Wrestler. And we, it, it, I mean, yes. I can segue that into um, Go on. To, to Brian, if you want. Um, so he was in the main event here. Just another good match, isn't it? Like, that's what you, that's yeah. what you say every week. Don't really need to say much else. It was just another good main, yeah, like, and main it wasn't, match. Like, you know, this was kind of the um, go-home before the title match next week. And there wasn't really much, um, you know, a bit of interaction. But, yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was very ba- they kept it very simple yeah it wasn't that much it's been built up well in the last few weeks and I guess this was just yeah just a lot oh, I was expecting a bit more I think just given the last few weeks between yeah maybe maybe I think the match could have been a couple of minutes shorter and maybe you could have done more of a promo I don't know but yeah, I, I just can't wait for the match now I think it'll be an amaz- unbelievable match yeah yeah it will it will be very good will be cowboy <laughs> shit cowboy one shit. thing um, I wanted to mention on this on this that I thought was a bit random and out of nowhere, but kind of cool. I, I didn't know what to make of it, actually. Was um, So Varsity Blondes were being interviewed on the ramp and Malachi oh, yeah. Black was randomly um, blew mist into Julia Hart's eyes. Um, yeah. I thought she, she sold it quite well with like her screaming and stuff. But, I mean, do we really want Malachi Black? For, I mean, Malachi Black versus um, Brian Pillman Jr. would be a decent match, I suppose. But, at least he's I moved on from more. Cody. Yeah, I'm glad he's moved on from Cody. I'm delighted he's moved on from Cody. But it feels like a bit of a step down from Cody. I wanted him to have a step up. Um, or at least like someone else on the same level. I think he's too level. busy at the top at the moment. I think yeah. it might do him some good. Just do, just have some matches lower down. And then we can sort of push him maybe next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, you're, maybe you're right, Chris. Maybe this is just a way for him to get at least two matches against both members of the varsity blonde. The thing is, if he's feuding with someone lower, you know he's going to win, right? So at least then, the more he picks up the wins, then you're going to put him in a title match eventually. Yeah. So I suppose it's not a bad thing in that sense. Um, 
because eventually he's got to have that big push. I thought they were going to do, um, and maybe they still, I thought they were going to do a proper pack Malachi feud. Yeah, that's what because, I mean. Because yeah. Malachi blinded him, didn't he? I think maybe that's still going to happen, actually. I think that pack. might be the feud. Maybe mm. they'll do a short match with... Yeah, pack might have gone home for Christmas, you never know. Yeah, he loves yeah, it. Yeah, probably something like that. Pack has had a lot of sort of he's in and get, out. He's going to get stuck again, isn't he? He's been in and out a lot in AEW, so that's a very good point, because they had the angle on Rampage, didn't they? Um, and talking of something that happened on Rampage, actually, um, that I forgot to mention earlier, so we had uh, FTR versus Penta and Pack with that, uh, but we also had another um, FTR trying to rip Penta's mask off angle, and I know we've talked about this before, but they overdo this. Um, it's a bit... I don't, know, I don't know why Penta's mask is so, so wanted. Everyone, everyone wants it, doesn't they? It's, it's just strange. I don't, I don't. It loses impact, basically, doesn't it? If, if you do yeah. it so much, it just you know you kind of oh I don't care anymore. Just get his mask ripped off again. Yeah. In like in like needless matches, it's like yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of mask ripping off angles anyway. No. There's it's, one it's, thing I wanted to mention from Dynamite. Um, the return of Chuck Taylor. I was going to say the return of Sue, but yeah. <laughs> and, the return and of Sue was more exciting. Do the way the um the way the no it's it's a return of Trent not not Chuck Chuck was in the match yeah Trent Trent, Trent. the way the commentators um got excited about Sue I thought Ronaldo was in the house because I just had him go Sue like that I was like (laughs) (laughs) Cristiano um also how cool does Trent look it's like a he's got a shaved head he looks bit looks like he's really ripped yeah he he looks really good badass he looks proper badass he looks really good yeah this is an awesome spot I mean the crowd love. Trent and Sue, don't they? And we, we're going to get best friends feed the super click, aren't we? Yeah, well, I mean, they've, in, already, in been feuding. they've already been feuding. Yeah, anywhere. but rather than a Wheeler Utah or. And the thing is with best friends is they've had a couple of like proper hardcore matches. So they could do like a street fight or, you know, they do these um, stadium stampede. They could do one of those with, with these guys. Yeah. Yeah, so it's they, good. They could be a good good to see this. them kind of prominently featured again because I feel like they just kind of. Coming and out. I've, I've been a bit bored of them to be honest, but I think Trent coming back could. I really like Trent and Chuck as a tag team. I think they're really good together. Yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy like... with them makes you know sometimes those matches can be. And then you've got nice. Rocky Romero kind of just randomly appears, and then you've got Willie Uto who's not really mm. done anything. I don't yet. really care about of, them too. Kind of been squashed. Yeah. So I'm glad. I think with Trent coming back, um... it felt like a big return as well, didn't it? It felt bigger it than, it, than it had any right to feel. Really. It was really good. I thought. Um... It was really well done as well. I thought the way they did it. Um, yeah, thank you for bringing it up. And then the hug at the end. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was. That was gonna be my last mention actually from AW as well. I was just looking through my notes. I'm just thinking. Just this slide that in there. Um, it's not really. I don't think there's anything else. You know. I think that's it for this week. No, I think we've covered oh, that... the week thoroughly. And yeah. Fisher's got something else up his sleeve there. I see him no, 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 no. No, I was going to mention Fisher. Five Fisher. Gonna... Fishers. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a mention, fact for us. Um, no, I was going to just gonna briefly mention the acclaimed, but um, didn't really do a lot on this show. But they had a um, that had their rap in their match, but their ma- their rap was quite tame for them this week. Very tame. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, yeah, there's not a lot else to say. What really. an ending on the acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't arrived. They've ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, then. So this is what we normally do our skid marks, but we've already skidded this yeah, week. I, like, so... I, like, I think I like that new format. Yeah. I mean, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah let us know what you think. I mean, I was going to say you can tweet us at any point throughout the week with messages, with comments. Obviously, I know a lot of you comment on our um, 
statuses as is and, and, and vote on our polls yeah, and like well. surf and vote on polls and you know we try and be active after shows obviously the problem we have in the uk is we um usually watch it like a quite a few hours after the show so we can't react instantly um but yeah so you know feel free to comment like vote on our polls at recharge wrestle on face on twitter and facebook we don't really not as active on facebook but twitter mainly um we're also part of the robot republic network which you can find at robot republic underscore and i think that's it for this week trying to think what else yeah i think that's it so we will see you next week same time next week goodbye see ya goodbye see ya 